And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary, who is doing the Jason Newstead headbang right here. What's up, everybody? That's her hair hitting the microphone. And (laughs) we are back to cover Season 9, Episodes 21 and 22 of The Office, with Livin' the Dream and Arm. Yo, we're fucking... Next week is the finale, guys. This is crazy. We actually put our minds to something, and it took two years, but we did it. We did it. I'm so proud of us. High five. All right. So before we talk about this week's episodes, Bear, tell everybody what we uh, did last week. Guys, last week was actually really fun. We did uh, episode 19, Staramageddon, where Dwight has to use a bull tranquilizer on Stanley to get him to go out to a sales call, and he does that with the assistance of Clark. Um, We find out that Jim and Pam are going to marriage counseling, and Kelly called it 2013. (laughs) Um... And then the senator has a fucking press conference where he comes out as gay. Yep. And he has Angela on his arm. He puts Angela through the ringer. Yo, it's the senator's beard. Question for the senator's beard. <laughs> Absolutely. Hilarious. Um, and and he gets a talent agent. Yeah. And then in episode twenty. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, twenty. Paper airplane. There's a paper airplane contest at the office. And uh, we find out that Angela's in dire straits since her divorce from the senator. Yes. So she could really use the $2,000 uh, prize money. Erin col- has a callback to her fighting over Crispix at the orphanage <laughs> days and is super competitive. Um, and Jim and Pam do this weird fucking, like, I appreciate and yeah. I acknowledge yeah. your bullshit. <laughs> and then at the end... They hug uh, and kiss and love Jim, each other. Yeah, again. they rekindle their love by listening to Jim's brother say a reading at their wedding. The douche, douche. They're all. Douches. I want that to be my ringtone. Just those two. That'll going, work. Douche. Can you imagine Christmas morning. <laughs> the snow is lightly falling outside your window. You and Scott are nuestled together, drinking hot yes. chocolate, and somebody. And then Grandma goes to call me yeah. to say Merry Christmas. Douche, douche. It's too perfect. <laughs> So that brings us to episode 21, <laughs> Living the Dream. Living the which Dream. there's no cold open on this one, Bear. None. Random. Caught me off guard again. Random. Um, so now, guys, we see Pam and Jim. They're happy again. He's taking time away from Athlete to make the family work. And apparently they're boning more. Oh, yeah. They make that very Beasley. clear. Yeah. So now um, Andy is asking Jim about ties because he has a furniture commercial. Jim... <sighs> I mean, guys, I'm not going into detail here. Jim basically says, like, oh, I couldn't give 100% to my family and to my job, so, you know, yeah, going like, with the more important thing that I'm passionate about, and yeah. that's my family. And it makes Andy think about his acting career, if you want to call it that, <laughs> what he's versus going for. his full-time job. Then we see Angela. Yo, this is my favorite Angela. Looking disheveled as fuck. That's exactly the terminology I used to. <laughs> yeah. um, her hair is not brushed. Her sweater is unevenly buttoned and inside out because it has the hanger yeah. pulls on it. Um, she's covered in cat hair yeah. and she has a fountain drink. She's revolting. It's amazing. <laughs> and Oscar is like taken aback and he's like, hello, Angela. How's it going? She- so then she launches off, how's it going? The county came and took her cats while she went out to get Philip. <laughs> She's upset and she says that it's that bitch neighbor down the stairs. Uh, you know the type. Uh, Judgmental. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin's like, I've never met anybody like that in my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> says it seriously. And she says that she's so 
alone without her cats. She has nobody. And Oscar's like, well, you have Philip. And she's like, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm my kid, I guess. Perhaps. So now Dwight um, announces in the office that there are now four deadly weapons. Basher, Thrasher, Crasher. And as Jim tries to finish it and goes, Smasher. And he goes, where the fuck did you get that? <laughs> Fireball. That's it. Yeah, each one is his uh, a limb. Uh, an appendage, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, a limb, a limb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just helicoptering his dick around. <laughs> <laughs> that's Smasher. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's totally... Smash and Angela, left and right. <laughs> so anyway, we find out that he finally got his black belt in Gojo-ru. <laughs> he just, like, mumbled. <laughs> Gojo-ru. Um, and he is a new sensei. So he and sensei Ira, I'm assuming after the job interview, parted ways. So he's a new Sensei Billy. Sensei Billy. Good job. <laughs> and uh, when they met, Sensei Billy said that he had more than enough training to take the black belt and that it rarely costs $150,000 in 20 years of your life to get your black belt. <laughs> and that there will be the ceremony in the office at lunch. Lunch not provided. <laughs> and then we see David Wallace arrive. Yep. And he asks Aaron if Andy is in. Andy, or I'm sorry, Aaron quote-unquote, please, an idiot, because she really is one. But she says that she can't keep his schedule straight anymore with all the indie films that he's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, all the calls. Roll calls? Open casting? Casting calls. Casting calls. That he's going on. And then he sees that he is there, but David Wallace explains that, uh, you know, he told Andy he was on thin ice after his three-month-long boat trip. And uh, then he used company money to get a photo printer for his headshots. And then he asked David to pay for cheek implants to improve morale around the office. <laughs> so basically, Andy's getting fu- yeah getting fired. Getting fucked, I thought you were about to say that. Was that a hiccup? <laughs> no, sorry, that was a hiccup, guys. He's getting fired. So now Andy stops him and literally says he's going to quit to yeah. pursue his dream of fame of any kind. And David Wallace is like... Oh, he's there's like nothing smiling. I can do to convince you to stay. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, he happily no. accepts his uh, resignation. Yep. So now Creed says that anybody can be a star, but, and this is the most logical thing Creed has ever said, Andy is a black hole of charisma. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. A charisma black hole. I yep. apologize. He is. And finally, somebody said it. <laughs> so now Jim is asking Clark if he could, you know, have his desk back since now he's back full time. And um, Clark tries to convince him to let him sit there. You know, David Wallace is there. He doesn't want to be seen as an annex kid. Yep. And Pam's like, it's okay. I'll come visit you. I'll come visit you like old times. (laughs) So, sorry guys. I don't know why she's an 80-year-old woman. Last week you had her. She was Kermit. Kermit. (laughs) You gotta work on your Pam impression. Listen, I can do Nelly like a motherfucker. Nelly's out of the park. I cannot nail Pam. Sometimes she sounds like she has a bubble in her throat. And it's it's really hard. She's not the swamp thing. (laughs) Anyway, um, and Clark is like, oh yeah, go back and stare into Pete's beautiful dead eyes, which is, again, a very accurate portrayal of Pete. Plop. Plop. (laughs) So now Andy announces to everybody that he's leaving, and everybody's just like, oh, Andy. Yeah, they're just like, fuck it. Yeah, he's like, I'm I'm leaving to go for my dream, and nobody is supportive. His lifelong dream to become famous. Not do anything. Yeah, just to be famous. I hate him. <laughs> and um, he's like, just something there. Oh, Phyllis is talking head. She's like, Andy sings well. He does this. He acts well. He does that. Da, 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 da. There's just something there that you don't want to look at. <sighs> so true. Exactly. So he just true. said it last yeah. week, dude. Very punchable face. 
So now Jim and Plop are just not gelling. Like, Plop is totally being a condescending douche. He's being an asshole. I fucking hate Plop. He's like, like, I'm not like the biggest Jim fan. Me and Clark have... I miss Clark. Our own special thing going on. Jim's like, oh yeah, the Phillies. And he's like... Like, Jim literally talked to you fucking once about sports. And you act like he tries to get you to go to baseball games with them. (laughs) And Toby's in the back just like, uh, kill me. Yeah, literally. So now Daryl is trying to convince Andy not to quit. I feel bad because I feel like Daryl has been relegated to, like... They have nothing for him, so they're just making him Andy's, like, bitch. Yeah, literally. It's awful. When he tells tells Andy, you need a lot of slack. (laughs) (laughs) You need a job with a lot of slack. A lot of slack. And uh, Andy takes that as Daryl saying, I'll miss you. Yeah. No, he's telling you, you're you're (laughs) fucking up your life. Mm -hmm. So now it's lunchtime, and Dwight's black belt ceremony is occurring, and... Sensei Billy is trying to change his belt, but Dwight keeps thrusting his hip, hips, and he's like, I can't, I'm not going to do it if you keep thrusting like that, dude. Stop it. So now, um, he's going to cut it instead. He's going to cut it off. Now, Angela is very proud of Dwight. She said that she used to help him with his strength training, and that he would put her in, um, a, a baby Bjorn, Bjorn. Yeah. For overweight children, and he used to do, uh, like, squats, essentially. Like, lunges across the farm. Mm -hmm. She felt like she was flying. (laughs) And so, Dwight is performing his final forms for the black belt. And I love how he keeps going, are you watching? And Sensei Billy's like, I'm watching. he's, like, looking at his feet. Right? (laughs) But it's like, I just imagine that's, like, what a parent, like, Mom, look what I can do. Yep. Yeah, that's great, honey. That's great. Yeah, exactly. A star! <laughs> so now, um, David Wallace says to Sensei Billy, and he's like, just call me Billy, please. And he's, um, he said, like, do you usually, like, do ceremonies like this out in the world? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, but Dwight insists on receiving his belt in the place that he loves the most. And he goes, I've never met a more tenacious and determined young man. Irritating. Uh, irritating, <laughs> but determined. Yeah. And everybody's cheering for Dwight. Like, he's doing, like, he's, like, pretending to kick everybody. And then he goes to do something to Pam, and she just puts her finger up, and she's like, I will fuck you up. (laughs) And then he just goes, bam! And then he runs away. But it's, like, amazing. It's Mm -hmm. it's really funny. So now Jim is talking to Wallace about um, his job and why he's not doing athlete full-time, like, anymore. The whole thing, yeah. Yeah, like, he's here for Pam. And... Clark is talking shit to Dwight on Jim. And he's just like, yo, man, Jim is definitely not just here for Pam. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you mean the woman sitting two feet from you, Clark? <laughs> Smooth move, douchebag. But Dwight's like, I would be happy to see him as manager. He'd be I okay, think he'd yeah. be good. And Dwight is actually, or David is actually considering asking Dwight. And he's asking Jim if he's crazy for it. But Jim's like, I think Dwight would be great. You do need more liability insurance, <laughs> but I think he would be really great. Yeah. So now Nellie and Kevin are now trying to convince Andy not to leave. And then Oscar says, Andy can't do anything right. I mean, why not? Right? Yeah, he can't work in an office, but he definitely can't be a star, so have some fun with it. Yeah. So now Andy, or Andy Jim is flirting with Pam, and Clark is like getting grossed out because he's like, oh, I... Uh-huh. I picked up my post-it note from the wrong side, and now I have this. And da, 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 da. It, I mean, it's cute because like you That's, can tell they're yeah. back on their bullshit. <laughs> so, um, and but Dwight, like Jim, congratulates Dwight on his black. He's belt. wearing the black belt over his yes, suit. Yeah. Over his suit, and Dwight 
like thanks him and he's actually being nice like oh mm-hmm. I saw you talking to Wallace earlier like you'd be really great they're as getting manager. along like humans yeah and then Jim basically is just like blows David Wallace's fucking cover and he's like oh actually he might be considering you mm-hmm. and like J- Dwight's just like I know that ship has sailed it's fine mm-hmm. um, but now Andy and Dwight are both whistling Andy for leaving and Dwight for maybe becoming manager and uh, they meet in the kitchen and Dwight is basically like, listen, I have everything to gain from you leaving, but I'm telling you, man, do not go. You're <laughs> fucking, you're fucking up. Well, at first he's like, you know, I'm glad that you have enough savings that you can take some time off and have fun with it. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't have any savings. And he's like, dude, don't, don't go. <laughs> Just don't. This is awful. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. And you should stay. And Andy's like, no, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to make it. So then, now Andy starts getting his feelings, and he asks Aaron to tell him the truth. He's like, we've lame together. You can't deny that. And, of course, again, like, Aaron doesn't have, or now she has brain cells, apparently. She's like, yeah, you're right. Like, she regrets being with Andy, even though she's the one who, like, was super dramatic and left, like, for Florida. She wanted Jessica to die. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted worms to come out of her mouth. Like... (laughs) That's that bullshit that I'm talking about. No, I, I'm with you, 100%. Oh. But anyway, she's like, yeah, no, it's a completely horrible idea for yeah. you to go. So then Andy goes back into David Wallace, doesn't even say anything to him. Yawn. <laughs> <laughs> and um, This episode moves so slowly. Yeah. And, and the thing is, we should have said this before, uh, this one and the next one are both 40, yeah, they're 40 minute episodes. episodes on Netflix, which, if you're listening to this... Netflix doesn't exist, or uh, The Office doesn't exist on Netflix anymore. Not, not anymore. Yeah, but we watch. And I'm it. not paying for Peacock. Did you see what those motherfuckers are doing? Wow, no. They're putting <laughs> those motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers are putting season one and two on their free channels uh, for Peacock, and then you have to pay for the rest of the series. Oh, so they want you to see well first the first season That's six what episodes. I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm yeah. like, you assholes. You're gonna put up fucking like thirty episodes, and that's it. And then leave us with not the good ones. Well, you gotta buy. See, th- this is the thing. I laughed because there's so many people when, like, uh, streaming became like a big thing, and they're like, yeah. "Oh my god, we're gonna have to pay as much as cable." What did you fucking expect? When every network production they company, their money. <laughs> they're all just gonna split off. So instead of paying for like whatever, what are you, what were you paying for cable before you cut the cord? Um. Oh god. It was like a hundred and forty a month. Okay, so a hundred and forty a month. Well, I mean that's internet too, right? No, oh, that no? was just for uh, okay. cable. So for cable television, oh, 140 bucks a month. Okay, well, $10 for Hulu, $10 for Disney Plus. No, to... Disney Plus what is was that? only six ninety nine. Okay, whatever. But now they're going up to seven ninety nine. Of course. And then you've got, um, what's the other fucking one? Oh, uh, Peacock is going. CBS is going to have one. Netflix. Netflix. Like all these Amazon different... Prime. Amazon Prime. Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Because they're all coming out with exclusive content mm-hmm. and everything. Then that's not even including, uh, what the fuck, people who pay for the YouTube uh, mm-hmm. Red or what, YouTube TV. What's it fucking called? Uh, the thing is, it's the, it, basically you're paying for the individual channels. They're at a cheaper price point, but altogether it's yeah. going to be the same as having fucking you cable. You know what I... How and I like, if people, people who didn't know that this was going to happen... Oh, they're idiots. No, a complete fucking... Like, I was blindsided by con- con- yeah. capitalism. <laughs> like, fuck you. Do you want to know how I get around all of that? Huh. Our parents are never going to cancel cable, so I use their online Why is that? Login. Because they're old? Yeah. <laughs> 
I use their online login to get into all the cable apps for free. I think we've talked about that. That's how you watch uh, Food Network and shit. Right? Food Network, uh, Lifetime, Travel Channel, Forty Day Fiance, and all Ninety Day Fiance. Whatever. I watch that on Hulu though. I I am so glad that I don't watch. Much I watch Yo, sports. Yo, Big Ed is such a scumbag, guys. That's, I'm just watching the 90 days before the fiance. That's or the gentleman with no neck, correct? That is the gentleman with no neck. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's, who's dating a girl who's six years younger than his daughter in the Philippines? Wait, is that still happening? Or I thought they. Wait. They did. Okay, they I was gonna did. say because I've never seen it, but uh, they recorded no way. with a woman who was 23. I, I, I was gonna the say time. there was no way that woman stayed with him, correct? But the reason, yeah, but the reason she didn't stay with him. Was because, like, he was a total dick to her. Like, she has an ulcer. So the neck wasn't a deal breaker. No! <laughs> Believe it or not, she's like, no, I love you and I want to have kids with you. And he's like... Ew. Yeah. Well, but I he, mean, like, gave her mouthwash, a toothbrush, and toothpaste. He's like, your breath is not good. And she's like, I have an ulcer. Like, oh. it, I brush my teeth every day, but I have an ulcer. So... He reminds me of That someone. causes issues. And then, um... Oh, God, what was the other one? Um... What are you talking about? It, it, no, no, it was the Rose same and Ed. Yeah, oh. but then like she's like, oh, I want, I want at least like two more kids, and like he was just like, yeah, that'll be great. Comes over to the Philippines, and on like the, one of the last days together, he's like, yeah. So I scheduled doctor's appointments to get a vasectomy. I don't want any more kids, and she's like, you've known that I like that was something okay, I've wanted. I've got a question. So this guy got this yeah. gal who obviously is above his station. Oh yeah. Was he rich? No. He was just a douche. Yeah. He was a douchebag with no neck. Like, I mean, he he did well for himself, but he wasn't, like, mega rich. He no. wasn't wealthy. He was just... He had enough to support them. Then how did he... Uh, were they pen pals? I'm curious. Facebook how this friends. How do you meet in Facebook? Like, you just start friending strangers and they friend you back? Yeah. I mean, it's understandable why you know people in the Philippines. Yeah, my, hus- <laughs> my husband's half Filipino, and I I went to the Philippines once for work. So and you met all of his family. I right? met all of his family by myself. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh god! I can't imagine, imagine that. I can't imagine being thrown in the deep end of the pool like that, where it's like I don't even have. Oh, that. I'm in a foreign country. It's a million degrees. I'm sweating my balls off. Can you imagine if I went to Vietnam alone? Dude, <laughs> all this shit going seriously, on. Seriously, that's oh, what I god. mean. I would have been a rock star. Well, and the worst part was like at the time. I don't know if it was like all the sun over there. My hair turned like bright red. Like so, here's a photo of me and all of these like beautiful Filipinos. Is that your natural? No, I don't know what happened. If it was like the color I had in my head, like in my hair before I left, and the sun just like reflected it, I looked like the most Irish kid (laughs) over there. You look like a daywalker named Maggie. Seriously, (laughs) like Maggie O'Brien. That's what I looked like. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, big head. Yeah, big head man. That's just such a bizarre. And he was a year older than her dad. He's in all the memes and everything. Yeah. Like that's the thing. If you're a dude who's like fifty, and you bag a twenty three year old, like you're, yep. What the fuck? Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. And then he had like dermatitis, so like he's like, Ew. I can't sleep on sheets that are less than a thousand thread count. And that shit sounds like, like bullshit. That. Right. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. Like, don't you just apply an ointment or right? something? <laughs> but like, oh, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but fuck Peacock. Oh, yeah, fuck Peacock. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode, guys. Where Sorry are we? I, I'm looking at my notes. Um, um, 
Dwight with the belt tells Jim. Oh yeah, no. Oh, Andy no. tells. Okay, you're right. Andy, Dwight or yeah. Dwight tells Andy not to do it. No, but and Dwight, uh, David Wallace says you can stay on as a salesman. Oh yeah, because no, no, that's after Andy goes to Aaron. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Okay. So now <laughs> David Wallace calls in Dwight. There's so many fucking D names in this episode in this series. What Dwight, David, Daryl, Daryl, uh, Dingus. Is there a woman Dungus. with a D name? Donna. Remember Donna? Yeah. I'm in Madonna. I'm in Madonna. Anyway, um, so he calls Dwight in and offers him the manager's position. And Dwight cries from joy. He goes on his knees. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, very happy. And then <clears throat> he goes, I never thought it would happen. I mean, I was interim manager for a while, but then I shot the gun off. And David Wallace is like, what? Yeah, he just goes, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and he gun. goes, but, uh, you know... I didn't think I'd ever get a chance to be permanent manager. Me, David Wallace drops the whole, like, I shot a gun off thing. <laughs> and he hands him the manager business card. And he goes, why do you already have this? And he goes, if Michael or Andy ever perished in a fire and there was a trade show on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dwight hugs David. Yep. And David is super happy. He's smiling. He's having a good time. So now we see Angela under her desk pouring a bottle of mini bar vodka into her fountain drink. Yep. And Oscar notices. Jacking up her big gulp. Yes. So now Pam goes to visit Jam. 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 <laughs> Jay Jam. How you doing? Pam goes to visit Jim I and do the declare. Annex, I do declare. And they're, they're flirting even more. And I just love Toby's yeah. face. He's just like. He's in the back hiding in the back behind a oh pillar. Oh my god. It's like amazing. He just but, rolls his eyes. <laughs> And then he, like, sticks out his tongue yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's about it. So now Andy is announcing that he's going to stay on his sales, and everybody's like, good, good move. You're man. not going to die. Okay. Yeah. So then, um, oh, Plop and Aaron are back there. Like, Jim Aaron's talking to Plop on his desk. Um, Pam comes back, and they're like, oh, we should double date. And Aaron's like, what about Thursday? Completely forgetting, I think, the fact that they're a parent of two children. I keep forgetting they have a boy. Yeah, they've got two, dude. P.P. and Jake, or what's his name? P.P. and Philip. Philip, okay. Because Angela's son is the same. Um, But, and then, like, Aaron makes a face at Pete. And like leaves. Yeah, she's like all bitchy about yeah, it. Like, fuck all of a them both. And you know, it's never explored. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, she's just a bitch. All right. Fuck them both. Although it did seem funny that both Pam and Aaron were wearing purple pink, or pink. Purple. Purple. Okay. And that they both have red hair. And, and that they're both they're flirting with the guys dating, at the desk. Yeah, they're because basically it, dating the same. She's the guy. receptionist. Yeah. It's the. F- yeah. I think it's supposed to be future, past. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that kind of. Yeah. Thing. I, well, that's that's why I pointed it out. Okay, I'm just saying future, Jim. <sighs> or was it Young Jim, Little Jim? What do they call him in the first episode? Um, it's new Jim, Jim, Oh, Jim, New Jim and New, new Jim. Dwight. Yeah. yeah. So now uh, Dwight announces, or I'm sorry, David goes to announce that Dwight is the new manager, but he gets a phone call and leaves everybody waiting. <laughs> about Teddy? Yeah, I Teddy! love. I love Dwight's like, ah, and he opens the door and he goes, "Well, we'll just get him a new drum set then." And he's like, "Ah!" <laughs> so then he jumps up on Jim's desk and he screams that he's the manager, and everybody cheers. Then Creed gets up on his desk and says, Creed Radden is the manager. <laughs> Pam and Jim come back in from the annex and they congratulate him. Did we get the Ewok celebratory group hug yeah. from everybody. All of it. So now um, Dwight turns to Clark, who's congratulating him as well, and goes, get out of Jim's seat. 
And he's like, you may be bullpen kid, but you're not in the big leagues yet. Like, <laughs> get to the annex. Get the fuck out of here. Bitch. And then um, Jim sits back down at his desk, and him and Pam do an air five, just like a throwback, yep. to when uh, Pam was receptionist. And then Dwight offers Jim the assistant regional manager position, which Dwight or Jim refuses because it's not a real role. And you can see Dwight gets all deflated, and he goes, but I will accept the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> then they shake on it. So now Dwight's walking around, checking on things. Everybody in accounting congratulates him. After Angela and Oscar do, Kevin says, I want to be the first to congratulate you. <laughs> um, and then there's a moment between him and Angela where yep. they kind of just like look at each other. Like all longingly. And now Andy regrets giving up on his dream so quickly and decides to burn all of his bridges. So he yeah, goes... all of a sudden he changes to the other side. It's like a fucking seesaw. Yep. If I thought Aaron was a dumbass, Andy's No, Andy's the worst the character on the show. So now he decides to go all in with his dream. He tells Toby that he's leaving and wants Toby to write that he was fired for stealing and groping Wiener so that he cannot get rehired. Yeah. And then he tries to grope Toby, which I kind of feel bad for Toby. <laughs> Toby's like, Toby's like up himself. against like uh, the separator. Like, it really please, is sexual assault. Please don't. Because Andy's just like, let me touch your Wiener. Yeah, like it's weird. <laughs> he uses Wiener. I hate yeah. that he says Wiener. Just say dick. I know you can't say cock on like Penis. network television. Anything. Yeah. yeah like, other than Wiener. Schwantz. Schlong. Something. Don't, don't say Wiener. 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 Oh, God. So now Angela gets a call from her landlord, and she's like, is this uh, an issue with my rent check? Because I just put $25 in that account. <laughs> this scene. Oh, my God, right? this scene. And she's like, no, oh, well, I guess there's not a problem with the check, but... Um, she's getting evicted. Yeah, evicted. she's getting evicted, and she's like, oh, yeah, Mrs. Platikoski, you have so many chins on your, or hairs on your chin, animal control should have taken you. And um, Oscar's trying not to notice, and then... Angela gets really upset and she hangs up the phone and she's like, I didn't want to live there anyway. Hangs up the phone and walks away and Kevin goes, I wonder what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> so now Andy is telling David Wallace that he lost the screens and white papers. He's a terrible pages, salesman. Terrible salesman. Burn my bri- I want to burn my bridges. I'm going to shit on your car and then he curses him out and t- throws David's a double just bird. Like, fucking get out of here, dude. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. So now. <laughs> Oh. No, no, you're scared. Um, we see a, a video shitting. of him shitting on David Wallace's car. Yeah. But I, in my notes, I have Andy tells Andy he's an idiot. <laughs> he is an um, idiot. Somebody tells Andy he's an Angela, idiot. Cause Angela, because Angela goes Angela, yes. He's packing his like, car. She's like, don't let pride ruin your life. He thinks that she's talking about their relationship. And yeah. she's like, I think about us sometimes too. And she goes, God, no. <laughs> Just don't let, oh, whatever. So, Bye. So dense. So now Andy is going to sing goodbye and with his guitar named Lorelei. Gilmore Girls reference. Is it? I thought that it was... It has to be. I mean, what other fucking well, Lorelei do you there's know There's a Sticks song called Lorelei. I guess, but I don't think Andy's like a Sticks fan. I think he's more of a Gilmore Girls <laughs> fan. Where you lead, I, I will follow, follow anyway. Luke Dane's Team Luke. Anyway, uh, so then he sings, I will remember you to say goodbye to everybody. Jim and Pam are, like, stealing glances, having moments. Angela walks over and stands near Dwight. The Annex guys come out and listen. And Angela starts tearing up, and Dwight's like, are you okay? She's like, it's just such a nice song. Mm -hmm. Everybody's having these moments. Yeah. And then everybody gives him a round of applause and hugs him and says goodbye. And then (laughs) the talking head with Phyllis and Stanley, they're like... 
And, and I guess if uh, you know little Romeo can be famous, Andy can do it. And Phyllis goes, uh, you know, little Romeo's good. And he goes, he used to be good. And they like have these looks like they're a married couple. Yeah. Who, like This is the one fight they always Seriously. have. Seriously. It's like me and my friend always arguing over Uncle Johnny on the Samstown oh, album. I love that song. I fucking hate it. You've got to be in the right mood for it. Never in the right mood. Yeah, I, guess I guess I just not. don't go there. I guess. you got to be in a dark place to like really? Uncle Johnny. Because like, I'm in a dark place for a lot of music. I've never been there for Uncle Johnny. Uncle Johnny did cocaine. Like, fuck yeah. that. I hate that song. I'm sorry. Anyway. Sorry, Brandon Flowers. No, but the rest of his Sorry catalog- your party sucks so bad. The rest of your catalog is fantastic. <laughs> so now everybody's leaving, and Oscar sees Angel looking at tents online, and he refuses to let her live in a tent. So he invites her to stay with him until she's back on her feet. And um, he says it's separate bathrooms, and she holds his hand like as a thank yeah. you. And then they leave together. And then we see uh, Dwight doing like a talk over, saying how amazing, how life can change in one day. And then David, we see David Wallace notice the shit on his car. He's called the shit poop. He called the shit poop. Um, and then we see Daryl go up to Jim. All excited. And he says, yo, dude, did you get a call from Colin? There's an offer of a buyout on the table for athlete, which, which means that it's successful. Yeah, like, yeah. they got something. <clears throat> and they want them to go pitch out west to prove that it's not just a Philly, Philly thing. thing. And they can do the whole country in three months. And Jim's, like, super pumped, but he's like, I can't do that to Pam, man. Yeah. I can't do it. And Daryl's like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is it. This is the big time. Like, well, this is what we've been working for. And he's like, no, nah, man. Can't do it to Pam. I can't lose Pam. And then they walk out of the kitchen... And Pam was in the ladies' room the whole time, which Jim had to have known. I don't know. She was I mean, overhearing. But she, like, closed the door, and she's, like, all solemn. Oh, I'm sad, Pam. <laughs> That's what she did. Sounds like you got a cheeseburger or a muffin in your mouth. That's how she talks half the time. She's a muffin mouth. She isn't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, Angela and Oscar now, they're leaving, and Angela goes... I've never lived with a gay man before. <laughs> and Oscar's like, Angela, come on. And then she just starts crying. She's like, I love him. And he's like, I know, I was in love with him too. And she goes, not the senator. And she admits that she loves Dwight. Yep. And Oscar consoles her crazy ass. Yep, covered in cat hair. Yes. So what did you give this one, dude? I gave it a 3-3. Three, three. What'd you give it? 4-2. Oh, it wasn't that I good. I said, goodbye, Andy. <laughs> yeah, it's been shitty. He's fucking gone. Um, but... David Wallace is always amazing when he does his little cameos. I love that today it was all good news. Like, he was there for Sensei Billy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That doesn't even feel like the same episode. I know. It really doesn't. Angela being a fucking train wreck is my favorite thing ever. It was ever. good. It was good. Um, it's just fantastic TV. And Jim and Pam, while nauseating most of the time, it's nice to see them getting their groove back. But then they get sad at the end. I, well, I, I don't want to say they look like that no, they were No, Jim sad. is because Jim knows that he's missing out on something that he's He knows that for. he's missing out, but he also thinks that he's getting something better, like, instead. Well, yeah, he's, it's a fair trade for him. Yeah. But at the same time, he's, you know... It sucks. <laughs> I, think, I think Pam feels more guilty that she now knows, like... Like, he's not even contemplating doing anything else. Yeah. That he's just there for the family. Even as much as this sounds like an amazing opportunity, she knows, like... The Andy stuff just sucked. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know. Like, we're talking about this, it's just like... It just drags everything... the song wasn't horrible. Well, the fact that he made three different decisions all in one episode. And I'll be honest with you, 
the length isn't always a good thing for this show. Yeah. I feel like they pad it and stretch it a little too much. Like, one thing I noticed is that when Andy made the announcement, between each segment then, there was a talking head with somebody, Stanley, Phyllis, Oscar, yeah. Creed, like, all talking about Andy's decision. Yeah. Like, they kind of, and like, they weren't well, everybody all everybody had funny. an opinion on it. Yeah, it was just like, it felt like it was padded a little too much. But, yeah. I mean, 3-3 three, is not a horrible score. Mm-mm. For season nine, that's like top five probably, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, honestly. But, um, yeah, living the dream. Anything else you want to talk about? Nah, dude. All right, that brings us up to episode 22 of season nine, Arm. However, Mayor Bear, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? Guys, you can find us on Twitter, at Bros's Podcast. We always like to keep it funky fresh over there. We like to share our favorite screen grabs from the episodes. Just wait until you see Toby's tongue sticking out of his head oh, yeah. in this episode. It's <laughs> good shit. Um, and then... You can always email us your long-form feedback at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kevin, where can they find the cast other than where they're listening to it now? You clean out my sinuses. <laughs> All <old>. right. <laughs> That's the setup. So, guys, you can find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed. Subscribe today to listen to us as well as some other great shows, such as Talkin' Pop, Geek and Sassy, Freak Out Driving, Journey Through Infinity, and more. You can also find us on any podcatching app that you use, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Anchor, wherever you're listening to us now. Subscribe today. And please, 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 I know we're at the end of the run of The Office. Share the show around. We would greatly appreciate that. Yep. It would mean a lot to both me and Mary. Absolutely. Uh, if you told your parents, your well, siblings. Your, uh, yeah. <laughs> if your parents are cool. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, family, your friends, uh, co-workers, acquaintances, Social media friends who you've never met in real life, but you know their avatar like in the back of your hand. Yo, those are the best friends because you can literally say anything. The real friends we made along the way. Yeah. Yeah, but share the show around and we would greatly appreciate it. And this is this was another 40-minute episode. Mm-hmm. And I have the most notes that I've taken in quite some time here. Uh, copious note-taking here. So, Season 9, Episode 22, Arm. A-A-R-M. Mm-hmm. The cold open is a new entrance at Dunder Mifflin. It's, um, we see Kevin arrive, and he speaks into a, what do you call it, a, um... Like a speaker, like a security Oh my system. god, there's a word for it, though, that I'm not... A buzzer? In, not intercom? Intercom. Yeah, and the tea in Nepal is very hot, Aaron says, mm-hmm. over a phone, and he goes, tea in Peru is much the hotter. coffee in Peru is oh. much hotter. okay. My bad, or, I would have been fucked. Yeah, no, the tea yeah, in Peru is much yeah. hotter, I thought. No, it's the coffee in Peru. Well, Dwight does a talking head where he says they're increasing security. He got doors from a jewelry store. God. And each day there's a new code to get entry that Aaron says and somebody has to get the code right. Uh, he's So Dwight shows up and he says the same thing Kevin did to get in. But he says the, the coffee, coffee in Peru is far hotter. hotter. Which, and Aaron's like, no, that's not it. And then Dwight's all confused. He's like, Paraguay? Yeah. She's like, colder. Uh, it's colder? <laughs> like he's going <laughs> And he got three answers wrong. Got it wrong three times. So She can either break protocol or give him the steam. And Dwight says, don't break protocol. Give me the steam. Mm-hmm. And he gets steamed. And he's freaking out. He's like, break protocol. Yeah. Break protocol. Well, he's like, it's, it's harmless steam just to freak out intruders. And then as it gets more and more and more. It's like he, burning his flesh. Yeah. And then we see Dwight Creed walking in with laundry. He's like, good for great dry cleaning business. Yeah. And that's your cold open. So it was all right. Mm-hmm. So Oscar and Angela. Wait, I just realized in the rest of this episode, I don't think that security door is there. Am I wrong? I don't think so. <laughs> it was yeah. just like a one note thing. So uh, Oscar and Angela. Well, are, after he got steamed, he probably got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fuck protocol. Uh, they're at Oscar's house. 
Oscar has two walk-in closets, it appears. Am I wrong in assuming <laughs> no, that? you're That's, right. All right, and Angela's sleeping one, and Philip is in another. It's amazing. And I love how he's, like, ironic that now she's in the gay man's closet. Yeah. And he picks apart the outfit she has for Philip. Denim and saddle shoes. I will literally call Child Protective <laughs> like, Services. All of a sudden, like, he's this bitchy guy. <laughs> so uh, Esther drops Dwight off in her pickup truck, and he does a talking head where he says he's going to propose with his grandmother's Bullet butt butt bullet ring. Yep. Which he was shot by Adolf Coors in the butt. <laughs> the butt Coors boot, dynasty. Yeah, bootlegging. Um, Andy signs in at America's next acapella, acapella sensation tryout. I and, was really hoping he wasn't going to be in this episode. Oh, it's bad. That's why I said goodbye, Andy. This shit is so bad. This. Ugh. So yeah. he goes to the back of a massive line, and he says, "On this show, all three judges are, are mean. mean." Yeah. Oh, you know, I just realized there's a fourth celebrity. In this with Andy. Oh my god. So, Mm -hmm. Jim and Dwight um, have their new work relationship. Where Jim, like, basically parodies what Dwight was with Michael. But he's, like, in on it. and like He's in on it, but Dwight thinks he's serious. Yeah, 100%. And um, (laughs) they run a no-nonsense office. And they have, like, a chalkboard. Days since last nonsense. Did you happen to see... The oil painting. Yes. Yes, with... Dwight sitting in a chair and Moe's behind him wearing like these suits and it's it's so hard to get a good picture oh, of it beautiful. but it's fucking fantastic Moe's beard it's so oh. beautiful and they even have the little patch of gray in the front of his hair too <laughs> they do. oh my god like, it's so like it's, detailed it's oh, beautiful it's the greatest piece of flair that Honestly. an office could have so um Jim ignores uh, a call from his other gig he's yep. at his desk and he does a talking head where he said they still want him to go, but he's not going to risk losing Pam. Yeah. And then Pam does a talking head where she feels guilty now, but he seems happy, so she's happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conference room meeting now, there's a picture of Dwight. Basically, Kim Jong-un. I was going to say, okay, yeah. this is North Korea, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. It's like a picture of him in the sun, like, with his arm out. Yeah, <laughs> It's definitely North Korean in nature. And um, Jim is like, <laughs> Jim is setting Pam up for, like, nonsense gags. Yeah. You know, because he's like Dwight's consigliere now, running the agenda and shit. Angela now enters with Philip. And we find out the documentary airs tonight as well. The first episode of the Office documentary. Why are they still recording? uh, Filming. I have no idea. So Meredith does a talking head. She goes, I was on my best behavior for these last nine years. I was going to, if I, if these wasn't for these cameras, I'd do some real vulgar crap. (laughs) Stanley does a talking head where he says, I've had three affairs. If you find my body, my wife did it. Let me save you the trouble. <laughs> Dwight is letting everyone out early to view the documentary, 30 yeah. minutes early. So they could either work an extra minute for the next 30 days or work 30 minutes extra another day. Uh, Kevin says he'll be at Poor Richard due mm-hmm. to an accident with his TV. I, it was an all-you-can-eat tr- shrimp, shrimp commercial, commercial and he broke his TV. He charged his TV. Is that what it was? Okay. Yes. Oscar does a talking head where he says... Uh, when you started filming, I was still having sex with women, like Kevin. <laughs> and, Creed, and I think Kevin was, too. Creed's talking about, if my parents see this, I'm toast. <laughs> and all I could think of was that, that video day, or the picture day. Yes. And those two, like, those corpse. corpses yeah, walked exactly. in. Uh, Andy is still in line, and some girl behind him comes up, and she chews the scenery with the cameraman. Because they're still recording Andy, even though he's no longer an employee. And the thing is, film is debuting tonight. Like, none of this makes sense. They're obviously just filling out their commitment to NBC. I literally 
this... hate Andine more now, if that's possible. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. So th- this girl named Casey D is with him. And Casey Dean. Oh, Dean. And they're all hyper together, and it's just two idiot moths were drawn to the same idiot flame. Yep. Uh, and... You should date her. Excuse me? You should date her. I'm actually expecting it next week in the finale. <laughs> I, in the back of my head, I was like, why would they give her so much presence this right? show? I mean, I haven't seen the finale yet I at the time like, of this recording. I haven't is seen it. she like somebody? No, I was talking about somebody else when I said there's a No, fourth. no, I know. But like the amount of screen time they gave her. Screen time her. Well, that look they gave her. Uh, Andy is in line. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Angela and Oscar are bickering over Philip's apple snacks. Yeah. And Kevin is getting annoyed because he's not getting attention. He's the baby bear of, of oh this God. trio. Um, he does a talking head where he says, Philip, 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 like Marsha. Yep. And uh, Dwight is now p- painting a Battlestar Galactica model. Yeah, black. Yeah. No, it's it, already painted, but oh, he was oh, painting, it looked like he was painting No, I think black. it was a black model that he was painting. Oh, okay. Um, and Jim enters and tells him to look at the hierarchy mobile. So he... You know, like a mobile... That's where I knew her from. What do you She's got? in Space Force. Oh, I've never seen that either. Yeah, that's the Steve Carell show. It actually isn't that bad. I, I did enjoy it. A lot of people didn't, from what I remember. It was pretty split 50-50. <clears throat> but that's where I... Because I'm like, I, I know I know her. Like, watching the show, I'm like, she's on something else. Like, I know her, but... Sorry. Anyway, go no, on. And, uh, Jim tells... Dwight to look at his hierarchy mo- mobile, which is like a baby mobile. <laughs> it literally is. And he's like, which are expensive as fuck, by the way. Oh, that's right. You're like fifty dollars. <laughs> so, and I'm like, for a thing for the kid to look at for like six months? Are you fucking kidding? me? I don't me? think we've ever announced on the podcast. No, guys, I'm expecting. <laughs> I think uh, I'll probably be giving birth at this point when this when this release. show drops. Yeah, you'll yeah. be you'll be in in a bed in a hospital. Yeah. In the stirrups. <laughs> well, I didn't go there. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, Baby shit is expensive. I don't blame Angela for being broke you as know, fuck. That's like a double entendre because diapers are big expense. Oh, my God. That's one thing I've realized uh, talking to people who have kids is like, you say like, oh, do you need anything? Diapers. Yeah. They're all, they're all like screaming. Like that SpongeBob episode, I can only, like, I think that that's probably the most accurate cartoon episode when they take in that baby clam that's orphaned. I don't know that one. Oh my God. <laughs> Every, baby clam. <laughs> there's a baby clam that's orphaned and him and Patrick take it in. And SpongeBob is like the mother role, and Patrick's the father role. And he goes to work every day, but he really just goes to his rock and watches TV all day. <laughs> and like at a certain point, he's just like, "I changed one diaper," and SpongeBob's like, "One, one," and then he starts like uncovering the couch, and the couch is like formed out of dirty diapers. <laughs> his whole house is formed out of dirty diapers, and it's just one little clam. <laughs> like that's true, man. But I'm like, I think that's the most accurate portrayal in a cartoon. <laughs> Ever. And kids don't understand it. Baby shit. <laughs> but, uh, oh, so Jim says he overlooked one thing. There's no assistant to the assistant to the regional manager. Yep. So Jim says they should have, they should test everybody in the office to see who could prove Who's themselves. Worthy. Like King Arthur for a night at the round table. <laughs> it might sound silly. Dwight's like, that's the sanest thing you've ever said. <laughs> uh, so Andy and Casey are in line and Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray comes oh up. God. Oh my God, I fucking love Mark McGrath. <laughs> and I know Sugar Ray is like a punchline and everything. It is. But Mark McGrath is, is like coked up like his fucking frosted tips. Like everything about Mark McGrath is hilarious. She's like, hey guys, 
Thanks for coming out. Watch out for that mole. Yeah. Oh, oh, wasn't supposed to say that. Yeah, he's got his ear piercing. He's like, <laughs> no, there's no mole. You're going to sing a song for 30 seconds, and each judge is going to pick you to join their group. There's going to be 90 people per group. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? He's and like, then you're, you're going to do singing and physical challenges. Physical challenges. <laughs> like it's fucking Double Dare or something, you know? So, like, and like he leaves, and Andy and Casey are all geeked. And the aggro crag. Ooh, some guts. Da 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 With a mo-quark, the referee. <laughs> so, uh, Jim and Dwight announce the arm challenge. And he does a talking head with Pam where he says, By 2 p.m., Dwight will choose himself to be my, my assistant. <laughs> so, uh, Daryl sneaks into the warehouse. He used one of the trucks to move his furniture down to Philly. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say goodbye to anybody we found. Okay, I have a question. Go ahead. Plot hole. Yeah, there's going to be one. <laughs> if they're going across the country to pitch and do all this for three months, why is he moving to an apartment in Philly? Well, I guess that's going to be his base of operations. Yeah, but why now? Why not move, like, after... Well, the thing is, if they sell the company, it means he won't be working for Athlete. So why is he moving to Philly anyway? I don't anyway? know if they're if it's so much that a buyout means a buyout means somebody's going to buy them. I mean, I guess they could still work for they them. They might just they'll be just like sell a the branch. ownership yeah. stake or whatever. But um, yeah, that it just struck me as weird because I'm like, if you're going to be gone for three months, why waste money on a Philly rent? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I but, digress. <laughs> he moved all of his shit down there, and but he didn't say goodbye to anybody. He pulled the old Irish goodbye. He just left one day. Yep. Uh, so we go down, or up to the main office. The main office, I guess, the main office area. I guess. It's challenge number one. Know your superior. And Jim and Dwight are asking questions that nobody can answer. And he, Jim, Jim is showing obvious favor towards Pam. Yeah, and Dwight's like, oh, spouses You're... can read each other's <laughs> minds. I wish. But then he asks Plop what animal he's thinking about, and Plop says, a horse. And Jim says, no, the opposite of a horse. And Plop's like, well, what's that? And him and Dwight both at the same time go, seahorse. <laughs> and you know, Jim's just like, uncanny. And he takes <laughs> notes. So uh, number two is protocol. Phone message with a diplomat from Turkey to what? <laughs> to Armenia. Armenia. And like <laughs> fucking Clark bungles it. He just reads the, like an insult out loud. And Dwight says, it's a trick question. These two countries have no diplomatic relations. <laughs> And Jim just looks at him and goes, uncanny, and takes some more notes. <laughs> so, um, the cert- serviceman interviewed in line. What the f- Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I know, my notes are a fucking mess. So, the- back at the acapella line, yeah. there's a serviceman. Yes. Like an army guy getting interviewed. And he's like, I think it would just be really great for my brothers that are still over there mm-hmm. to just see me win. And Andy and Casey are worried that they're not sympathetic enough because this show. Oh, I don't think they're they- worried. They're bitchy as fuck they're like oh well, just another veteran like, you know what my least favorite we were talking about food network you know what my least favorite fucking part of food network is hmm. when they're doing a competition show like chopped oh i'm here because yes. my grandma died and i want to raise enough money to pay for her tombstone yep oh well my parents died and it, we, we're part of fox's family or party of five yep. and i gotta pay for my brother's college like everything is a fucking sob story. story i don't fucking care make creme brulee Make shrimp. Be the best chef you can be, I want to see some fucking piccata, and I don't want any tears in it. Yeah. Fuck, I hate that. Makes it too salty. That's my least favorite part of all these shows. It's like they try to add this human interest element. Yeah. It makes me hate them even more. You know what? That's why I love love our men and women in uniform. (laughs) That's why I love the Great British Baking Show. Because, like, one, it's not like 
Here they're like, hey, you have to make an apple pie. Here's a twist in ingredients. Ghost peppers. Ooh, that'd be like, fun. <laughs> but like over there, they're just like, hey guys, this is the uh, competition. You know, we have two comedians that are going to come around and make lighthearted comments with you. Mm-hmm. But they, they're not like, my wife died and I'm here to make yeah. her pr-. Like, they don't do that shit. My daughter Sometimes was kicked in the do. head by a mule and yeah. I need to pay medical bills. Well, now I don't feel like eating that yeah. food. I feel like going, fuck. Like, that's the problem with Americans. They're too fucking, they care too much. <laughs> my God. But not even that, you know, I won't even go that far. I, they pretend to care about others. Yes. That's the big thing. Yep. They're like, oh, well, I'm pulling for them because they've faced such hardship. Fuck you. Everybody We've all faces face hardship. Everybody fucking faces hardship. This is a country that eighty five percent of the people have seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> like for fuck's sake, everybody has their depression and anxiety. D. Everybody has their problems. Uh, thank you for saying that. It's a very real thing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Toby. Oh, Toby. So um, Daryl is getting donuts from Hank in the mm-hmm. uh, coffee corner, and Pam sees him, and she he says that he's leaving, mm-hmm. and he's loving athlete. He says he hopes Jim doesn't regret it. And yeah, like, could you make it an even bigger hint? Oh, Daryl's like Darryl? kicking her right in, like the right in the crotch. He's, yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm just gonna cunt punt you <laughs> because it's gonna be great, and I'm gonna eat steak with my athletic, <laughs> yeah, like my heroes, my heroes, yeah. for, and get paid for it for the next three months. And Pam's just like, well, he's happy. He doesn't. <laughs> he said does... he doesn't want to go. And he goes, he's happy selling Sun paper <laughs> here. Like, yeah. oh, Daryl's the MVP of this episode because he, he, he brings the hard truth. Yeah. So it's a number three challenge is the coffee obstacle course in the warehouse. And the two, boss needs his coffee. Two cups of scalding coffee in like a obstacle course. There's an obstacle course. With like paper stacked and there's yeah. chairs and they have to run over shit. Yo, those them. chairs were pretty interesting though. They were upside down. Yeah, they were upside down. So like they the, were the like the car were like, wash things. Yeah. They have to like dip through. But like. It takes a little, Phyllis, two minutes to go over like a box. So Dwight's like, God damn it, the boss needs his coffee. He gets it. He's spilling off coffee all over He's like, oh, my hands, my skin. But he's doing it. He runs through it and he gets to the top. Yep. And of course we get uncanny. <laughs> so Aaron spots Daryl. And she's pissed. Because he like comes around the corner of the warehouse. Yeah. Because he was giving the donuts to the warehouse guys yeah. to thank them for letting him use the truck. And everyone's pissed that he never said goodbye. And they basically like force him upstairs. Um, Jim says to Dwight that none of them are good enough. Mm-mm. So, of course, the next thing we see is Dwight getting coronated with a tinfoil crown <laughs> in the office, and everybody claps and everything. But Pam the whole time is just like, lip quivering, sad puppy dog eyes, and she runs out. Because she sees Jim doing that instead of going after his real dream. He's Basically, she sees, this is Jim season two, that he's not growing or progressing. Yep. Like a human being should. He's stuck in place. It's because of you, Pam. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she runs out to like, Jim meets up with her on the side of the building. And she's crying. And she said, are you happy? And he's like, yeah, I'm happy. She's like, no, not just today having fun, but like in a year or five years. You know, all these thoughts that she should have had when they first started having these problems. Yeah. Now she's saying, that, like, because this would have been a very constructive conversation as, yeah. in the beginning. Where he could say... Okay, but I'm not fulfilled. I will not be in the future, and that will put a future strain on our marriage. So, that, like, why was that not brought up, you know? Yeah. But anyway, um, she says that she doesn't think he'll be happy long term, and she's afraid that she's not enough. And that he'll regret not doing athlete. Which I think is a genuine fear in all relationships. It's a total fear. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, and Jim 
Jim does a talking head where she's like, not enough. She's everything I want, blah, blah, blah. And then he asks the production team for help. I know this isn't allowed, but can you guys help me? And then you just hear like a random guy like, yeah, man, you got it. You got it. And I'm like, hold on. Who the fuck is that? Six episodes ago, Brian said they're not supposed to talk to the subject (laughs) or get involved. He got fired for getting too close. And all of a sudden, they're like, we're going to do this. Fuck yeah. We're going to break the rules. America, fuck Fuck yeah. yeah. Like they just rode out of the room on a fucking eagle. Like, so (laughs) stupid. So uh, in the break room, the B players, as I call them, everybody who's not involved in a main storyline, they're trying... They all want to do something different with Daryl, whether it's lunch or listen to Led Zeppelin while getting drunk in her van with Meredith. Um, (laughs) I think that one was pretty apparent who was that. Oh, yeah. And Daryl is just like, I didn't even think we were that close. Like, you know, he's kind of turned off by it. Well, he wasn't that close. That's the thing. Like, these people are all just emotional bitches. (laughs) Well, that's what he said. He's like, I'm not going to waste my whole day doing an hour and a half with each of you. Mm -hmm. You know, just because one thing, just because you're feeling sentimental. He's like, if you could all agree on one thing that we could do together, I'll do it. So uh, Kevin is now acting like a child while Oscar and Angela deal with Philip. He's banging his pen, like just trying to get attention. Oh, I'm just bringing the ink down in my pen like I'm supposed to. And Oscar and Angela like asking, acting like the parents. Yeah. But um, Kevin stomps off, and Angela and Oscar are talking, and she said that. Philip tried to eat a certain type of bond paper. Yeah, the 24 stock bond or whatever. And Dwight pops up his head. He goes, that's the most flavorful bond. <laughs> so then uh, Andy now gets back in line as an old man because this is his way of garnering sympathy. He's got makeup on and a costume and shit. Uh, Esther is having a picnic with Dwight in his office. <laughs> they have like a blanket laid down and like do. a, a Yogi Bear picnic oh, basket. Oh my god. And... Um, Dwight looks outside the window and he sees Philip pointing to the Battlestar Galactica model that is hanging from his ceiling. He's like, so professional. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, he's he's kind of like out of the conversation with mm-hmm. Esther because he's thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And he does a talking head where he says he eats the same paper as I do and he looks at the Galactica the same way that I do. <laughs> so we see him fingering the ring in his hand, in mm-hmm. his fingers, and he puts it back in his pocket and walks Esther out. And that's when he hits Jim with the summoning bag, which is basically just like a, uh, it's a cornhole bag. bag. Yeah, yeah. Like a cornhole bag that just says now on it. <laughs> so Jim walks in. He's like, you hit me with the summoning bag. Oh my God, and, that's amazing. Uh, Jim, I need one of those for my husband. Just like <laughs> right in the back of the head. And Dwight goes, I need you to perform a test on a baby. And Jim just goes, well, this sounds really promising, but I'm going to give it to my number two. And he gives it to Dwight. He's like, perfect man for the job. So uh, we see Philip crying with Oscar, and Dwight comes over and takes him, and he stops, because like, Pam is even like, yo, he has the gift with the baby. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Put P.P. Halpert to sleep. P.P. <laughs> Halpert. <laughs> so he goes, takes Philip into his office and plays a game with him, where in one hand he has a check for a million dollars, and his other hand he has this dirty beat. And this of, dirty, disgusting beat. And of course, Philip chooses the beat. Yes. And Dwight is just like, oh, he's, he's the, mine. Cho- the chosen one. <laughs> the product, the predict, the pro- the sun has returned. <laughs> the prodigal sun so, has returned. Uh, the auditions are now shut down as Andy and Casey get to the front of the line. Thank God. And Andy just barges in. Casey runs interference by like jumping on the security guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, in scene, fuck that. <laughs> Dwight uh, brings Philip back to Angela in accounting. And like her and Oscar are talking or whatever. And Kevin's like, he's so stupid. I bet you he doesn't even know what I did with his duck. Yeah. And then he opens up his jacket and pulls out a stuffed duck. Yeah. <laughs> 
fuck Philip. Yo, this kid is like what one? Yeah, if well, they literally when, had the born one last year season, old. Yeah. yeah, he's big for he's, he's like standing and walking and shit. <laughs> he's like said beat. He's a toddler. <laughs> he's talking. <yeah. laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, is that the timeline for a child? Yeah. I mean, a kid usually starts walking around one, but he's not like. Is he super saying full steady. words though? No. Like, okay, because this kid's like your godson's one year old. Oh. He doesn't say full. Oh, words. that's right. He doesn't do well. Yeah. He does a lot, but he doesn't do much. He eats. He eats a full hamburger, but <laughs> he doesn't say full words. He is. He is like my Philip. Yes. Monster baby. So uh, Andy bursts into the this audition is my room. Creamy. <laughs> oh, Ten pounds. <laughs> Andy bursts into the audition room with the judges. Do, who is Santa Gold? I have no idea. Well, I assume she's a professional I think she's singer. Just an actor. Oh, okay. Pretending to be oh. a professional, like to be like the Lady Gaga or the Nicki Minaj like type person. Whatever. Santa Gold, uh, Clay Aiken, and Aaron fucking Rodgers. Which I'm. I don't even know what to say about it. Like, I don't know what kind of stunt casting this is. Like, it's bizarre. It is. And because, like, and the thing is, like, me and my friend, we hate Aaron Rodgers. We despise <laughs> it. We say there's two things about Aaron Rodgers. The dude's lost like five NFC championship games. He won one Super Bowl, so everything's forgiven. Yeah. He's kind of a choke artist. Second thing is you can't win a fantasy football championship with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. Because <laughs> the Green Bay Packers have a script. We're going to throw the ball 20 times in the first half, go up by three touchdowns, and just run it in the second half and not run up any points. Mm. So fuck Aaron Rodgers. I hate him. I'm not <laughs> a Packer fan. I'm a Brett Favre guy. That's all I'm going to say. All right. You have Brett no Favre's care. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. <laughs> you don't care, but... Aaron, I, I listened. For those of you who don't follow sports, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Future Hall of Famer, Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's a little, he's got a funny... His family hates him. His brother look. was on The Bachelor. Really? Yeah, he was, yeah, his brother was on The Bachelor. He was one of the contestants. Not, he wasn't the Bachelor. Yeah. Or the Bachelorette. I oh, okay. Uh, he was one of the guys. But like, he's just like, yeah, my brother's a dick. Like, he hates his fucking brother. Didn't he date like uh, an actress and everybody Olivia said she Munn. was the cause of like... Oh, the strife. Yeah, Olivia yeah. Munn. Yeah. But then they broke up, and apparently she talked shit. She went scorched earth on Aaron Rodgers. Shit. I, I don't get Olivia Munn. I'm going to be honest. I don't get, I don't, people think she's great. I don't, whatever. Attack of the show she was on. I don't on. know what she's in. She was so. a, She had to be in a comic book movie. Everybody's in those now. I think she was in an X-Men movie. There you go. So, Apocalypse. yeah, fuck this. But and, Andy starts singing the Cornell fight song as the old man. And he begins crying. He's kicked out because everybody's like, fuck you. Get out of yeah. here. Like, you're not good. And uh, He just sits there and cries. In, like, the fetal position. That's the end of it. But they say, like, you can't just sit here and cry. And he goes, oh, I so can so, oh, I so can just sit here and cry. And that's what he does. But here's the thing. So <laughs> when I worked in the office. Um, the office. Yes. The one and only. I used to have to send out, like, daily emails to the entire team. And on Mondays, this would be my meme. Because I'd be like. <laughs> It's okay, guys. I know it's Monday. Get out of your system. And then, oh, I so can't just sit here and cry. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. But uh, so we go back to the office. Jim has an envelope on his uh, desk, and he looks at the camera. He goes, "Thanks, guys." Uh, Oscar... I can just imagine the camera guy giving him like a fist, like, "Yeah, yeah, man. fuck yeah, man! You go bang Pam, yeah, <laughs> whatever." So Oscar and we Angela... didn't know you tried to bang down in the warehouse. You know, we're friends with Brian. Yeah. I don't know why we did this. <laughs> Oscar and Angela are with Kevin, uh, and Philip. They come over and they go. Philip got you an iTunes gift card for twenty five dollars. There's probably seven dollars <laughs> left on it. And Kevin like holds him and he's like all happy. He's like, 
Philip's a good guy. And then he goes, you want to play with the cactus? Yeah. Oh my God. And they're like, no, my God. And they're like, Kevin, don't be unsteady. He's like, whoa. <laughs> He's being an asshole. Um, and people come up to Daryl now, and they figured out what they all want to do. They want to dance mm-hmm. with him. He's like, y'all want to dance? All right. That's whatever. Uh, Angela goes to Dwight. Uh, in his office, she shuts the door. Dwight still thinks that Philip is his, and yeah. he would com- even though they had a DNA test. Yes, and he would compensate her with a marriage proposal, yes. and she could live on the farm with him and on the estate on the estate, so that Philip can have his inheritance and the shrewd upbringing that he deserves. Yeah. And she shoots it down and says he's not yours, and yeah, the whole thing. And she leaves, and Dwight again is crestfallen. Uh, Jim takes Pam to the break room to show her a DVD. And Dwight demands that he come to his office. He needs to speak to him right now. Mm-hmm. And he asks Pam, like, well, BRB. <laughs> you know. uh, so Dwight tells Jim he almost proposed to Esther, but he loves Angela. Mm-hmm. At this point, Pam puts the DVD in the computer and is about to watch it. Jim tells Dwight that one thing has ever steered him, love. And Pam starts the disc. And it begins with this thing from Pam, like, hey, Beasley, I have no regrets about us. You're the only thing I want, blah, blah, blah. Which, okay, I, I, I meant to check this earlier, Go but for I it. totally lost um, track of time. What do you got? Oh, it is. Okay, so I totally thought her last name was B-E-A, but it is. It's B-E-E-S-L-Y. Oh, there you go. Yeah, when you see it spelled out. Yeah, I'm like, that's weird. Beasley. Beasley. I hated that. So, um, (laughs) uh, it starts with that, and then it goes to clips of them doing stuff to Open Your Eyes by Snow Patrol. Yeah. Just sounds like a band I would hate. Um, She got, so she got the DVD. They're the ones that are like, if I lay here. If I just lay here. Oh, I know that wait? one. Okay. Yeah. So it's something that would be in the background of like the image scrubs. Anatomy. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but um, she got the DVD she asked for in the promos episode. Remember, she was watching them and she's like, uh, you can make a DVD of those for me. Mm-hmm. So she finally got it. And um, Jim is telling Dwight that he has to do whatever he can to get the one who makes it all worthwhile and mm-hmm. you know do that. And Jim, or Dwight is like teary eyed. He's like, you're a good assistant. You're says, a good arm. Jim says, not as, not as good as you, because Dwight is his assistant. God. So, the last clip is from the Yankee Swap Christmas episode, where she's opening up the teapot and everything with the mm-hmm. uh, shit, and there's the letter that Jim takes and puts in her po- puts in his pocket, and he comes in, he's like, oh, you, you saw, you were watching, huh? And she's all, like, emotional and that, and he gives her the letter from that video, mm-hmm. and she reads it and tears up, and, oh, I love you, you know, mm-hmm. and he... He says, you're, you're not enough. You're everything. Aww. Beautiful. So. Makes you feel all tingly. Um, I guess. That might be something. That might just be what I ate. Uh, Boogie Wonderland by, uh, was it Earth, Wind, and Fire, I, I believe, starts so. up. The only. You know, Roddy Dangerfield. Exactly. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. When he's just like dancing like a yep. fucking fool. That's the only thing I think of with this Let's song. Let's dance. <laughs> so everyone is dancing with Daryl. Uh, Creed is doing air guitar. Toby does the lasso. And Nellie, now, I'm not saying she's horribly unattractive, <laughs> but, like, the, the, her clothing, body shape? the clothing that they give her makes her so angular. It's, it's very hourglassy. Like, but it's If it was, like, two sharp. triangles. Yeah, but like it's Like Rob Dower's tattoo. But right? that's what I mean. It's, like, it's very sharp. It's not, like, soft curves. No, no, not at all. Like, they don't do her any favors with her wardrobe. Wardrobe is weak. And she, of course, puts her arms over her head and shakes her hips just to, like, emphasize, like, <laughs> hey, 
I am two triangles. She's like the old Mr. Book. It's like Mr. Rush. Oh Mr. God. Strong was just like a square. Oh my god. So uh, Daryl, this is talking to he said, I wanted to leave quietly, but Kevin grinding on my front while Aaron pretended to hump me is more a more accurate representation of my time here. Yeah. Uh, Oscar and Angela are leaving. Oscar is going to drop Philip off with his mother. Angela's like, well, why don't I go with you? He says he doesn't want to give his mom hope. That he's living with a straight woman. So they're going to meet at Poor Richard's for the uh, documentary. Mm -hmm. So we see Angela driving in her car, and Dwight cuts her off with his fucking siren on his bullhorn, telling her to pull over. He cuts her off. She goes to the side of the road, gets out of her car, and says, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) And Dwight is still talking into the bullhorn. Saying, I love you. <laughs> like, Jimmy. Hart. I don't care if Philip's not mine. Yeah, he's just like, I just want you. And I would raise all of your lovers' kids and that, as long as I could be with you. No, wait, what about Jimmy Hart? Jimmy Hart with the megaphone. Oh, yeah. The bullhorn. So he proposes to her and she says, I do. And she drops the Philip news, which is Philip is actually his. But he didn't. she didn't want to tell Dwight because she wanted Dwight to love her, want to be with her. Her. Not just with the kid. Mm-hmm. Which... Online today, oh, I saw a very fun conspiracy. Well, theory, fan theory, oh, as to how conspiracy theory, yeah, as to how Dwight's um, p- paternity test came back negative. Now, a lot of people are just like, "Oh, he took Baby Halpert's dirty diaper, not Baby Phillips' dirty diaper," right? But previously <clears throat> in the series, we find out that Dwight was a twin, and that he absorbed he it. his twin. Yeah. So I think it's called Chimera. Chimera? 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 No, it's like a thing where basically you have two sets of genes. So like his hair could be his, but his absorbed twin could genetically be the father of Philip. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Chimera? Chimera or something like that? Kylina. (laughs) Catalina Wine makes it. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, that was a fun fan theory as to how like... Well, did he come back negative, or did because she just told him that he wasn't the father? I don't know because maybe no, she no, knew. The guy came out, but how did she know then that it was his? Because she probably was not boning the se- senator at that time. Well, didn't he do it one time but cried or something? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think that was the wedding night. <laughs> they did do it. On the yeah. So anyway, uh, they're at. He's poor, the father. Yeah. So they're getting married now. Uh, at poor Richards. Uh, the bartender won't shut off college baseball, so he has a vote, and it's split, so he's not putting on the documentary. Then Andy enters, and he's the swing vote, so the documentary gets put on, put, gets put on and it starts with the first scene of the show, I believe, mm-hmm. with Jim and Michael yes. talking about a library uh, account. Oh, grasshopper. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And it goes, fades to black, and next week we have the finale. What did you give this one? I gave this one a 4.2. Gave it a 4.0. I loved all the special moments that everybody had, like... They're closing it out, yeah. Yeah. Um, Pim and... Pim. And Pim. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah. Pam and Jim are, you know, cute looking back at the DVD, and they're back to being their old selves. And yep. You are everything. Jim... Is something that made every woman's heart swoon in, what, 2013? 13, when this aired. Everybody's like, why can't my husband tell me I am everything? He's a smoothie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely a smoothie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um... It was good. Like, it tied up. I guess it's, well, I'm sure Finale will tie up everything for good. Yes. Such as Dwight and Angela, Jim and Pam, what their next step is, or their final step in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl's gone. 
Andy... Fuck, we got one more episode and I'm done with Andy Bernard for the rest of my fucking life. I've been done with Andy Bernard. Well, I'm never watching the show again. I'm never watching the show again. It's over. You can watch up until Stanford. There might be a... Oh, yeah, the the first two. You know what? Maybe that's a good idea. Because everything after that has Andy Bernard's stench on it. But, um... Yeah, it was just... It was a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, like now I'm going through and I'm like what the fuck was that because another 40 minute episode so much stuff doesn't even feel like the same episode you know what I mean but like the Oscar Angela stuff was fun Mm -hmm. it's fun seeing them be human Kevin being a child because he even (laughs) said on the one episode in the previous didn't he say like Angela's the mama bear yeah Oscar's the big brother bear or something like he went through the whole thing yeah but uh, the stuff with you know Dwight and Angela whatever it's cool yeah. Jim and Pam, okay, Jim did the big sentimental thing that he always does, or seems to do. Mm-hmm. And Pam... The big romantic gesture. I think the thing that pisses me off most, though, like I said, we talked about it briefly, is that Pam had the answer all along, but she was too blinded by her own bullshit. Yeah. Because Jim even told her, he's like, this is for the family, I'm going to be happier than just being stuck here selling paper. Like, that yeah. was a big part of it. And she was just like, well, how does this affect me? <laughs> she was selfish in a way. In a way. And Jim, I mean, they were both selfish, but I think that the whole thing comes down to Jim really is doing it for the betterment of the family, and Pam, she gave it away on the side of the building when she after she ran out, and she goes, I'm so happy that you're still here with me. Yeah. Like, she just wants him, which is what you want in a relationship. Yeah. You want to be with that person. But at the same time, sacrifices for the betterment are sometimes needed. Yeah. And, you know, she gave it away that she was being selfish, I think, more so than him. He was being pig-headed and dumb. Yeah. But she was being selfish. They're two but different I, things. But also, I think a lot of what comes into play with why Pam felt that way was because Jim went and invested $10,000 of their savings without talking to her. They talked about five, not ten. He told her he wasn't going to be part of the company, and then he went behind her back and did it anyway. Like He needed to do that, though, because he knows her better than anyone else in the world. Otherwise, she would have been married to Roy, you know? Like, yeah, but at the same she's time, a, she because, is such a wallflower. You know? Yeah, but you can't make unilateral decisions for a family without. No, he did it the wrong way. Uh, well, but, that, but that's what I mean. I think is, if she automatically went on the defense because he went about it the wrong way. And at the same time, she would have said no out of selfishness rather than Possibly. Jim and the family. But you know, that brings us to the finale next week, guys. We are done with this. One more episode and our series wrap up. We'll talk about. What our averages have been for gonna, the last few seasons. We're going to talk and... about least favorite characters, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> favorite characters, revelations, our thoughts going in and our thoughts coming out. Yeah. We're going to like do the whole gamut. We're going to do a whole epilogue on the show. It's going to be a long one. Yeah, yeah. Brace yourselves. Monday morning. Let, you know, Get ready for work. Drive to work. Put the earbuds in. It's going to be a meat grinder. Get it's going to be a lot of fun. But um, that'll be next week. In the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us, feel free to email us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Podcast. We'd love to follow you back. Mm-hmm. You can find our show any place you listen to podcasts. Just search the Brother Sister Rewatch Podcast. And you can find us each and every Monday on the Jenny Position Podcast feed, along with other great shows such as uh, Geek and Sassy and Freak Out Drive-In. So subscribe today to Jennifer Smith and Friends over at the Jenny Position Podcast feed. And until next week, everybody, I guess we'll catch you on down the road. Thanks, guys.